countable noun, a godfather is a male godparent. You can refer to a man who started or de developed something such as a style of music as a godfather of that thing. Speak softly, love, and hold me warm against your heart. I feel your words, the tender... Or the third option. A powerful man who is at the head of a criminal organization is sometimes referred to as a godfather. The feared godfather of the mafia. Let's start the show. My name is Silvia Dos Santos. This is Andy Williams with the version, the sang, with lyrics, version of the instrumental, of the theme song of the Francis Ford Coppola hit, Hollywood hit, The Godfather. Vito Corleone, born Vito Andolini, is a fictional character in Mario Puzo's Puzo, Mario Puzo's 1969 novel. The name is Mario Puzo. The Godfather, and in the first two of Francis Ford Coppola's film trilogy, we celebrate the 50-year-old 
50th birthday or anniversary, how do you call it? Vito is originally portrayed by Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, you know. <laughs> Marlon Brando. How do you say this name? In the 1972 film The Godfather and later by Oreste Baldini as a boy and by Robert De Niro as a young man, both Oreste and Robert De Niro are the godfather, but in the young age or the boyish age, you know, a younger age. And the, the Godfather Part Two in 1974, he is an orphaned Sicilian immigrant who builds a mafia empire. He and his wife Carmela have four children, Santino. Santino called Sonny, Federico, Fredo, Michael, and one daughter, Costanzia Connie, aka Connie. Vito informally adopts Sonny's friend, Tom Hagen, who becomes his lawyer, his consigliere, consigliere, you know, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> accents here, Italian and French, whatever. Upon Vito's death, Michael succeeds him as the dawn of the Corleone crime family, the mob. Vito oversees a business founded on gambling, bootlegging, prostitution, and union corruption, but he is known as a kind, generous man who lives by a strict moral code of loyalty to friends and, above all, family. He is also known as a traditionalist who demands respect commensurate with his status. Even his closest friends refer to him as Godfather or Don Corleone rather than Vito Corleone. <laughs> Alfredo James Pacino, or Alfredo, Alfred, Fredo, but best known as Al Pacino, played the Michael Corleone, the son of Vito Corleone, Don Corleone, the godfather. Robert De Niro is in the cast as well, portraying a younger Vito Corleone, as I told you before. Marlon Brando portrays the, the mythic, you know, the, the character most um, 
talked about or mentioned in so many movies. It it has a, a full list of <clears throat> sorry uh, of many movies um, which Marlon Brando as the Godfather with that rusty voice, um, you know, as the Godfather Don Corleone. Um, Marlon Brando gave the the character uh, a different um, life, as you may think that um, other actors could portray uh, Don Corleone. I tell you this, no, not by chance, no, not a chance that other actors could portray Vito Corleone as Marlon Brando did. It is a genius, genius. Um, it's like he breathes and lives as Vito Corleone. That rusty voice that he uses, um, it is quite chilling. I love The Godfather, mainly because it was portrayed by Marlon Brando. I started watching The Sopranos with James Gandolfini. What a fantastic show that is a bit like uh, The Godfather, uh, the movie. And um, I was waiting uh, for a couple of years to, um, to find something that was a bit similar to The Godfather. And I found the similarities in the, um, the Sopranos, the TV show, and I was obsessed with The Sopranos, and I love James Gandolfini as Tony Soprano. Uh, please go find that TV show online if you can, because it is worth it. I tell you that, it is worth it. The Sopranos, it's amazing TV, it's well-written, um, well-directed, and James Gandolfini and the whole cast. Um, they are simply amazing. So, carrying on, The Godfather is a 1972 American crime film. And I, love, I love this type of movies. And we are celebrating the um, 50th anniversary of this um, uh, amazing, I don't want to say amazing, it is 
yeah, genius. Let's put it there, genius. Because I haven't uh, found something like that in a long time. Maybe Public Enemy with mm, um, Johnny Brasco, maybe with Johnny Depp, but I'm a little bit sus suspicious <laughs> in that matter because I love Johnny Depp. But, you know, when you watch um, The Godfather, the, the trilogy, the three movies, and I'm going to talk about um, later on about the, the TV show that is being made right now with an amazing cast as well, um, talking about the making of The Godfather. So it was directed uh, by Francis Ford Coppola, who co-wrote the screenplay with Mario Puto, based on Puto's best-selling 1969 novel of the same name. The film stars, um, as I said before, they have in the cast Marlon Brando, the fantastic, the outstanding talent of Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, James Caan, Richard Castellano, Robert Duvall, Sterling Hayden, old school actors, Diane Keaton, I love her, old school actors that you don't find nowadays a lot of actors like these. It's sad, but it's true. Right. In the first installment of the Godfather trilogy, the story spanning from 1945 to 1955, the chronicles of the Corleone family under patriarch Vito Corleone, Marlon Brando, of course, focusing on the transformation of his youngest son, Michael Corleone, Al Pacino, portrayed by Al Pacino, of course, from reluctant family outsider to ruthless mafia boss. So Paramount Pictures obtained the rights to the novel for the price of $80,000 before it gained popularity. You know, this film was so well received. No one would have guessed that. It is a crime movie, but I don't know. I guess that's why many channels of crime investigation, you know, um, they are so successful nowadays. The Godfather, um, it's in uh, the top shelf, you know. Mm, there aren't movies who could compare to The Godfather. Maybe Pulp Fiction and uh, I've I spoken about Pulp Fiction in a in one of my episodes. You can Google that Pulp Fiction Art in Heart, the podcast by Silvia Dos Santos, uh, me and myself and I, of course. And um, along with honoring the best films in the Oscars uh, this year at the Oscars, uh, along with honoring the best films and performances of the year, the ninety fourth. Academy Awards, the Oscars, treated fans with a lot with a lot of star-studded reunions, among which the biggest ones were from The Godfather and Pulp Fiction. 
the three legends, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and Francis Ford Coppola, surprised us all. For me, it was the, the moment of the night. I know that Will Smith and Chris Rock, we'll talk about that later. But, you know, the three legends, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and Francis Ford Coppola, or Michael Corleone, and younger <laughs> Peter Corleone, and, you know, the director, Francis Ford Coppola, came together to celebrate the 50th anniversary of The Godfather as it strode out to the well-deserved standing ovation. Uh, I was in my house um, clapping for them and feeling all nostalgias and, and all, you know, wanted to cry with a tear in my eye you know, shivering, because I love The Godfather. My husband has a ringtone on his phone with The Godfather. We have a music box with the song Godfather. So you can imagine we are big fans of The Godfather. Coppola, who won four Oscars, um, combined for the first two installments of the iconic series, addressed the crowd, and he said... I feel moments like this should be sincere and breathe, and I'm so grateful to my two wonderful friends, he's referring himself to Al Pacino and Robert De Niro, of course, who have come here to help me celebrate with you this project that we began 50 years ago with really the most extraordinary collaborators, many of them legends, and so many of them, I can't take the time to list them all, but you know them all well, so I can only thank two from the bottom of my heart, said Francis Ford Coppola on stage of the Oscars gala. The filmmaker then went to on to express gratitude for Mario Puto, the author of the original Godfather novel and co-writer of the 1972 screenplay. I would have done a different, um, how do you say, soundtrack to portray uh, the, you know, the ensemble of images that we saw from the Godfather, but okay. The Academy chose that soundtrack, but here you can listen to the real soundtrack on my show. <laughs> Hope you like it. So Coppola also expressed a gratitude um, for someone he's never thanked before, but the time was due and that I, I do because it was his participation and his decisions at the end that made it possible. And this name I'm going to talk about that um, Francis Forcopola spoke about, Robert Evans. He's being portrayed, I think, by Matthew Good um, in the new TV show, The Making of The Godfather. I'll talk about that a bit later.
never, I never wanted this for you. I worked my whole life. I don't apologize to take care of my family. And I refuse to be a fool. Dancing on the string, held by all those big, big shots. I don't apologize. That's my life for me, Tartuk. When it was your time that that you would be the one to hold the strings. Senator Corleone. Governor Corleone. Son, I'm not a pattern of anger. Get there, Pop. We'll get there. Now listen, whoever comes to you with this Barzini meeting, he's a traitor. Don't forget that. Do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. The offer TV show images called The Offer. Um, the TV show images show the making of The Godfather, but the name it is The Offer. You can Google that. But you can Google The Godfather TV show, The Offer, and it appears. Um, and I guess it will premiere in to, uh, 28th of April 2022 by Paramount Plus. Uh, so Google that. Um, I will because I want to see the show. I love a few actors that are on the cast, Matthew Good and um, Miles Teller. Um, so Robert Evans uh, was the, the guy that Francis Ford Coppola um, thanked um, at the Oscars night, in the Oscars night, uh, when he appeared on stage with Robert De Niro and Al Pacino by his side. So, uh, Dan Fogler will portray Coppola and um, the producer Albert S. Ruddy will be portrayed by Miles Teller and Robert Evans will be portrayed by Matthew Good. And, and he, he is good. <laughs> it's not just a name, <laughs> but it, he is good. And um, Google also Matthew Good with a knee at the end of the good. And um, there is also an image that focuses on Betty and McCart, Juno Temple, and um, Joe Colombo is portrayed by Giovanni Ribisi. You know, it is time to, um, to, to make a, a TV show that portrays how uh, one of the best movies ever made in Hollywood uh, it was uh, directed, the, the behind the scenes. I'm curious to see that, aren't you? I am. Um... Mike, don't, don't come to 
lot of things and talk to a man like Mo Green like that. Don't ever take sides with anyone against the family again. The 2022 Oscars also featured a Pulp Fiction reunion over its broadcast with star Samuel L. Jackson, John, Travol John Travolta and Uma Thurman reuniting on stage at the Oscars gala. Thurman and Travolta did their somewhat iconic dance from the movie, of course, onto the stage alongside uh, Jackson, Samuel Jackson, of course. As they pondered the meaning of the film, Pulp Fiction was a masterpiece, just like The Godfather. They are in the top shelf, you know, in my own view, point of view, uh, in my own opinion, um, these are two of my favorite um, movies of all times and so well done so well directed and that's why i did an episode about pop fiction today we are talking about the 50th anniversary of uh, the godfather but also i said that i was going to talk about uh, miscellaneous stuff at the oscars such as the winners and mostly the actors the winners the actors winners and um so yeah google my my episode uh pop fiction and um let's see today it is about the godfather as you all know by now so but continuing just to say what happened at the oscars um, Samuel Jackson uh, said Pop Fiction was a masterpiece, but these two, he is referring to Uma Thurman and John Travolta at the time, it, it was all about a dance contest. They think it was all about a dance contest, and it wasn't. So <laughs> we all laughed at that moment. Mm, the crowd was laughing um, at the Oscars. So, um, later pointing to the prop he brought with him a suitcase on stage before stressing that it is actually all about the contents of the briefcase which he said writer director quentin tarantino used to make the audience draw their own conclusions about the meaning of existence they then opened the briefcase and revealed an envelope holding the name of the best actor trophy winner which turned out to be will smith let's talk about that in just a while Don't ask me about my business. Is it true? Don't ask me about my business. No! 
looked like a man. What's the matter with you? Is this how you turn around a Hollywood Pinocchio that uh, cries like a woman? <laughs> what can I do? What can I do? What is that? You come into my house on the day my daughter's to be married, and you're going to ask me for the murder, the money. I ask you for justice. That is not justice. Your daughter's going to die. You're going to suffer, then. She suffers. How much shall I pay? According to some curiosities that I will talk about later on, Marlon Brando used cue cards. Did you know about that? We'll talk about that later. One of the movie's most famous lines was improvised. As all the best lines are improvised. I, I gathered that information uh, while doing some episodes about other movies. And I found out that the famous lines were improvised, such as, one of the most famous lines in The Godfather was improvised. But I'll talk about that later, as you know. And, you know, the horse's head was real. Yeah. The fans will know what I'm talking about, of course. The words mafia and mob aren't uttered in the movie. And did you know one of the movie's most memorable, memorable scenes was actually a mistake? <laughs> Sofia Coppola, the daughter, and also director, a female director, uh, daughter of Francis Ford Coppola. She was, in fact, in all three Godfather movies. And Marlon Brando turned down the Best Actor at Oscar. So let's know mm, a few curiosities later on. But now I would like to, to talk about... Mm, a tough subject. Um, Will Smith is probably... Uh, uh, how do I put this without... <sighs> I'm... First of all, I'm Will Smith's fan since I was a kid. And um, I think he has an enormous talent. And I was praying that he would win an Oscar for King Richard, as he portrays the father of Serena Williams and Venus Williams, the tennis players, the sisters. But, you know, I was praying for him to win an Oscar. Because I love... Um, I, I think he has an enormous talent. He really does have an enormous talent. He's not like the, the ordinary guy, but I think he, he would win a lot of respect from his peers and his fans if he 
had a bit of a, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis is one of my favorite actors and he has a class, you know, he enters a room and people can make jokes as Seth MacFarlane did uh, numerous jokes about him and his wife, about Daniel Day-Lewis and his wife at the Oscars. And, you know, they laughed and I wished, I really wished that it was all a moment um, between Chris Rock and Jada Pickens-Smith and Will Smith, a moment of laughing, that she would own the sexiness that she really has. That woman is so sexy and she should know that. That's why she should laugh about the G.I. Jane, um, you know, approach by Chris Rock. You know, Chris Rock has his own talent. He is one of my favorite comedians because he really speaks um, about touchy subjects, sensitive subjects, with ease, with geniality, with, you know, I think Will Smith was a bit... Um, sensitive you know it, it was um it was a, an humble moment for him he was about to win his first oscar that i think he should win he should have won um or should have won i think <laughs> um years back uh, for the pursuit of happiness that movie makes me cry every time and i watched it a lot of times i think it was his best performance, you know, but he has done so many great movies. And Chris Rock has a TV show that I think is genius, that it, everybody hates Chris with a great cast. And Google that also, everybody hates Chris. It's a TV show based on his life, written by him, directed by him, produced by Chris Rock. And the, the whole idea of the TV show is amazing and those two are amazing. Jada Pickens-Smith, why not? G.I. Jane too, why not? We all have in our lives situations that we don't tend to laugh about. But you know, Demi Moore was really sexy. Not all of us women can um, have a shaved head uh, and look sexy. Yeah, we can shave our heads and uh, out of um, health issues or, or not. But we have, we have somewhat like um, a shield, you know, to protect ourselves. But we can laugh about this. The joke was really genius because... The Demi Moore, Demi Moore actress, she portrayed uh, a woman who shaves her head and um, goes into the military life. And I love that movie with Viggo Mortensen, Jai Jane. Come on, go watch that movie. She's so sexy and she's good. She's really good actress. She, she, she acts so well in that movie with Viggo, Viggo Mortensen, another great actor of our times. And, uh, and you know, she was sexy. And Jada Pickens-Smith, 
she's one of the sexiest women alive for me, to, in my opinion. So she should have laughed. The moment was to laugh because she should embrace uh, the situation that she has, the, the, the health issue that she has, and confront it with laughter, with smile, and try to, you know, not to give so much importance to the negativity. Because Chris Rock wasn't really being nasty or negative towards her. He had to to say something. He could have say something worse. But um, I think Jai Jane, uh, man, Demi Moore and Jada Pickett Smith are so sexy with the shaved head. I don't want to get into a lot of this um, subject because it is mostly and mainly about the Godfather, but it is the subject out there. And um, I love both. I love the three of them. I love, no, let me correct that. I love G.I. Jane. I love Demi Moore with shaved head. I love Jada Pickett-Smith. She should own that sexiness. She's been dressing dresses in the red carpet like an artist that she is, like um, a masterpiece that she wears. She's so sexy, but it's like she doesn't own it, you know, the sexiness, and she should own it. Laugh about the situation that you have, the, the health issue, because it, it is there. You can't do anything about it. It is sad, and I fully respect that. I have had some health issues myself, um, so uh, not hair but you know other type of health issues and really serious and we must laugh about it because we can't do anything more about it right or else we you know we get into a you know depressive um lifestyle and and she's not like that jada pickett smith i really think she would laugh because I understood the joke and, and I fully respect health issues, you know, but I thought, I really thought they would laugh, but I guess Will uh, was a bit sensitive and he regrets it, I think. Uh, a lot of things uh, I don't agree and uh, I think he should have apologized on stage, not after on social media, but okay, he did it anyway. And you know, I respect that. Let me just say this. I love Chris Rock. I, I, find, it, I find him a genius a comedian, one of the few, and uh, right up there with, you know, Larry David, Jay Leno, and uh, Jerry Seinfeld, you know, he is one of the best. And Will Smith, come on, his great talent. But it's like, I want to say to Will, chill out, relax, Will. You have the respect of the whole world. 
why would you want to slap a comedian over a G.I. Jane joke? Jada Pickett Smith, and to drop the subject all at once, she should have laughed because she's so sexy with that hair like that shaped. I know it is for health issues, but come on, she's so sexy. Just own your sexiness, girl. And don't think about the, the health issues. I know they are there, but come on, you should have laughed. I would admire you even more for that, Jada. Come on. You're so gorgeous. You have gorgeous kids. And Will Smith, for me, he won the Oscar. Uh, in 2022 for King Richard. But for me, he won for the pursuit of happiness because he is the best. But so, uh, and, you know, Jessica Chastain. Let's just give it a shout to Jessica Chastain. I was praying for this girl to win the Oscar. And Tammy Faye's eyes, Tammy Faye's eyes, you know, it, should be in, um, in the list of the best movies. I find that the list wasn't at my liking, but I had to choose um, three or four movies that I like. But, you know, The Godfather and Pulp Fiction, you know, and a few other movies are on the top shelf. And uh, movies are just not what they used to be and that's why i'm saying tammy's tammy faye's eyes was such good movie such such good directing and jessica chastain come on she deserved the oscar for best actress you know and i'm all crazy about meryl streep but some other actress has to win it <laughs> at, at some point right so um Let's carry on with The Godfather, okay? And a shout out to Jessica Chastain, Will Smith. Congrats on the Oscars. You deserve it. You most, certain deserve, most certainly deserve it. And King Richard also is a fantastic movie based on the lives of uh, the father of um, uh, Serena Williams and Venus Williams, tennis players. So, um, carrying on, <laughs> The Godfather. chance an honest man like yourself should make enemies, then you would look on my enemies. Do you, Do you renounce, renounce Satan?
Helmut Berger, Danny Aiello, Mariana Hill, Tom Green, Gaston Moskin, Troy Donahue. Robert Duvall, Italia Coppola, Rudy Bond, Frank D'Ambrosio, Vito Scotti, Julie Gregg, Angelo Infanti, Victor Randina, Tony Giorgio. Raf Valone, Joe Mantega, Donald Donnelly, Joe Spinell, Alex Rocco, Salvatore Corsito, Franco Chidi, John Savage, Ardell Sheridan, Lee Strasberg, Johnny Martino, Richard Conte, John Marley, Sterling Aiden, Lenny Montana, Andy Garcia, <laughs> George Hamilton, Hamilton, Morgana King, Abe Vigoda, Ellie Wallach, Simonetta Stefanelli, Richard Bright, Bridget Fonda, Jeannie Linero, Gianni Russo, Al Martino, Terry Librano, Alettieri, Richard S. Castellano, John Casale, Al Pacino, <laughs> Talia Shearer, James Caan, Diane Keaton, Robert De Niro, and the best one, <laughs> Marlon Brando. His voice. What you do, I don't know what to do. You can act like a man! What's the matter with you? Is this how you turn down a Hollywood phenomenon that cries like a woman? What can I do? What can I do? What is it? Spend time with your family? 
It doesn't make any difference to me what a man does for living, you understand? I have a sentimental weakness for my children, and I spoil them, as you can see. They talk when they should listen. What's the matter with you? I think your brain is going soft. And all that comedy you're playing with that young girl. Never tell anyone. On the 50th anniversary of the premiere of director Francis Ford Coppola's masterpiece, The Godfather, I'm making you an offer you can't refuse. <laughs> and the offer is some of the great curiosities and facts about the movie. Now, your new son-in-law, you give him something important, not everything. You give him a living, but never discuss the family business. We never discuss the family business. <laughs> Marlon Brando used cue cards, sorry, <laughs> cue cards on the movie. Brando insisted that reading his lines during the take Increased his spontaneity. Sp spontaneity? All right. <laughs> and made his lines sound less canned. If you have a general idea of what the words are and you look at the card, it gives the feeling to viewer that the person is really searching for what, for what is going to say, Brando said in the documentary The Making of Superman the movie. Brando began using the cards as early as 1966. Directors taped cards to lamps, lamps, brushes, <laughs> and bushes, and even on the other actors to keep them from showing up in the shot. <laughs> One of the most famous lines in the movie The Godfather was actually improvised, like I told you earlier. Let's talk about that now. If you don't know anything about The Godfather, I forgive you, I forgive you, <laughs> or not. Marlon Brando, The Godfather, wouldn't forgive you. Don Corleone, wouldn't forgive you. You know, remember, loyalty, respect, honor were the main words for him. You know, 
So, um, jokes apart, um, you probably recognize the line, leave the gun, take the cannoli, leave the gun, take the cannoli, right? The famous line uttered by Cap Peter Clemenza after a certain dirty deed that he did, actor Richard Castellano improvised that line, that famous line that everyone says in other movies. They mentioned this line, leave the gun, take the cannoli. And he improvised, you know, he improvised that line after director Francis Ford Coppola added a line in an earlier scene in which Clemenza's wife says, don't forget the cannoli, you know. <laughs> so he improvised, he remembered that, and he said, or leave the gun, take the cannoli, it's better like that. <laughs> Sorry. So leave the gun, take the cannoli was actually improvised. Did you know about that? <laughs> the horse's head in the movie was real, it was for real, as were Actor John Marley's screams, a fake horse head was used in rehearsals. But when the cameras were actually rolling, Coppola, Francis Ford Coppola, or Francis Ford Coppola, it's better like that, Coppola, we have to embrace the Italian like that, Coppola, Coppola, or Coppola, replaced it with the real thing. Much to Marley's surprise, when he found out, found out during the scene when cameras were already already rolling, you know, the horses the horse's head was actually real, and the words mafia and mob aren't uttered in the movie. After a meeting with the Italian American Civil Rights League, an organization formed to combat. To combat the use of stereotypes about that group, Coppola, Coppola agreed to omit the words from the script, though they didn't appear much anyway. The words mafia and mob, mob. The closest it gets is the newspaper headline: Mobster Bazzini questioned in unworld feud. The day after Michael's killing spree in the Italian restaurant. Now. How much is he used all your powers? 
One of the movie, one of the most memorable scenes of the movie *The Godfather* was a mistake. It was actually a mistake. Uh, former pro wrestler Lanny Montana, who played Luca Brazzi, was so nervous to act with Marlon Brando. Uh, hello, I would have been nervous as well. So he's Marlon Brando, right? Uh, starstruck. He felt starstruck. So he was so nervous to act with alongside Marlon Brando that he couldn't master um, master a good take of the scene um, in Godfather's study on the day of his daughter's wedding. Despite a full day of shooting, Coppola, Coppola <laughs> didn't have time to reshoot the scene, so he incorporated uh, Montana's best attempt in the movie. The result is a revealing look at the softer side of a merciless killer. Another curiosity is that Sofia Coppola, the daughter of Francis Ford Coppola, um, Sofia Coppola, um, a lot of people say Coppola and other people say Coppola, so whatever, uh, you know what I mean. Uh, so the director, the female director, daughter of Francis Ford Coppola, Sofia Coppola, is on all three Godfather movies. Francis Ford Coppola, daughter Sophia, appears as the baby in the baptism scene in The Godfather. I didn't know about that. I'm figuring out now. Um, this information is quite interesting. Uh, so she is the baby in the baptism scene in The Godfather as an immigrant girl on the ship that brings Vito Corleone to Ellis Island in The Godfather, Sophia, it is that girl on the ship as well. She is the baby and she is the girl on the ship that brings Vito Corleone to Ellie's Island in The Godfather. So go watch the movie, see if you can spot Sophia Coppola in the movie. And, uh, and of course, as Michael Corleone's daughter, so well, there you can see she's Sophia uh, in The Godfather 3, a role that she got after actress Winona Ryder dropped out. So that is a curiosity that Winona Ryder was, to, was set to become uh, Michael Corleone's daughter in The Godfather 3, but she dropped out. So uh, Sofia Coppola, uh, daughter of Francis Ford Coppola, she acted in three different types of characters. The baby in the baptism, the girl that is in the, the, on the ship with the younger Vito Corleone, uh, I think, yeah. She portrays the immigrant girl on the ship that goes to Ellis Island in The Godfather 2, and, as I said before, the daughter of Michael Carleone's in The Godfather 3. 
So these are some curiosities and I have more. <laughs> How did things ever get so far? So Brando turned down his best actor Oscar for portraying the godfather Don Corleone, Vito Corleone. Marlon Brando actually turned down his best actor Oscar when Roger Moore called Brando's name for best actor at the Oscars gala on the evening of March 5th, 1973, a diminutive long-haired woman in a Apache, Apache dress approached the stage. The woman, Sashin Littlefeather is her name, waved away the Academy Award statue and read a statement. I'm here representing, I'm quoting uh, Sashin Littlefeather, Littlefeather, sorry. Um, I'm representing Marlon Brando this evening and he asked me to that he cannot accept this very generous award because of the treatment of American Indians today by the film industry. So Marlon Brando had long had um, a political streak um, and often voiced his support uh, like an activist, you know, for the formation of a Jewish state for African-American rights and for the Black Panther Party, Marlon Brando became the second person to decline the Academy Award for Best Actor. The first was George C. Scott for the award he won for Patton. So Marlon Brando didn't stuff his mouth with cotton for the movie, as many people really swears that Brando had, you know, cotton filled the, the mouth to talk like, you know, uh, he talked in the movie um, a very peculiar way, a rusty voice that he used but the curiosity here, as many people, many fans, are actually wrong because Marlon Brando didn't fill his mouth or stuff his mouth with cotton for the movie. He did it for the screen test, yes, um, in order to make Vito Corleone look like a bulldog. For the filming of the movie, 
He had a dentist make him a custom mouthpiece to create his sagging jaws and talk like this. So it was actually a dentist, a dentist that made him a custom mouthpiece. It was not cotton, no, it was a custom mouthpiece made by a true dentist, a doctor, you know, for your teeth, to create the sagging jaws of Don Corleone, the godfather, and to create, you know, that type of voice and with the sagging jaws and, you know, <laughs> the character was alive. <laughs> John doesn't mean what you think it means. The boss of each of the five families in The Godfather are referred to with, to with the title Don, Don Corleone, Don Branzini, Don Cuneo, etc. And treated like nobility, a noble person, you know? But the actual meaning of Don in Italian is closer to respected uncle. More well, like that. And then murderous crime boss. According to Coppola, or Coppola, or 
you know, Francis Ford Coppola, Mario Puto, the author of the Godfather books, simply made up the usage and it stuck. And to end these um, fine curiosities of the movie The Godfather to, um, you know, celebrate one of the biggest hits in the Hollywood scene, you know, it is by far, uh, it, it is way up there in the top shelf as the best movies ever made, ever directed, and ever acted by such an amazing cast that I read their names already earlier in this show, this live show. I'm doing this live um, and I'm watching all of you writ writing in the live chat and the chat room. Uh, hello to all of you, but I'm really concentrated with the information about the, you know, the movie. So bear with me. Lots of famous actors failed to be cast in the film. Warren Beatty, Dustin Hoffman, Jack Nicholson, Robert De Niro almost didn't make it. So watch his screen test on YouTube, please. All wanted to play the part of the Michael, Michael Corleone in the movie, portrayed by Al Pacino. Alfredo Pacino. As for Al Pacino, who received a nomination for Best Supporting Actor for the role of Michael Corleone, son of Don Corleone, Vito Corleone, he didn't want it. Um, I thought, how am I going to play this part, said Pacino um, to a magazine, to Loaded Magazine, actually. No one wanted me, except for Coppola. Thank God for that. We thank Francis Ford Coppola to, for, you know, the, um, the power that he had to choose these amazing actors. And the, the other actors that I spoke about, uh, Jack Nicholson, Dustin Hoffman, Warren Beatty, come on, they are amazing actors, wonderful actors, outstanding talents but they couldn't um, quite reach that, you know, uh, how do you say, how do you put it? Uh, I think they didn't have that. Of course, Robert De Niro had a bit of, you know, um, sassiness, you know, to portray uh, a part in the movie. That's why they cast Robert De Niro to play a younger, Vito Corleone, a younger Don Corleone, a younger Godfather. But the rest of them, they are amazing actors, but they, they're just not the, the right type for this uh, crime, <laughs> monster, uh, you know, gangster movie. Um, and I agree with some of the fans that they say, they, you look at the list of the movies uh, mentioned in the Oscars this past few years and they can't compare of the quality to this trilogy that we are celebrating today, the 50th anniversary of the trilogy, The Godfather. So go watch the TV show 
on 28th of April, 2028, uh, 22, sorry, uh, 28th of April, 2022, the year 2022, portrayed by Matthew Gooda and a lot of great actors. The TV show is called The Offer, and I'm not reading this, just so you know. I'm saying this from my brain, my <laughs> curious brain, that read a lot about this. And um, the information I got is the premiere is April 28th, 2022. So go watch the TV show is the making of The Godfather, and you will see how it all got created in the Francis Farquhar mind and genius mind. Um, so I'll leave you uh, with some of the um, quotes and music. And um, as you all know, the first song was Andy Williams, the version, the sang, you know, the, with the lyrics, because what you know is the instrumental. I didn't know Andy Williams uh, had a song that is the Godfather theme song <laughs> that I love. I truly love this song. And I hope you enjoyed. And um, stick around because I will talk to you in the chat room anyway. I will write to you. And my name is Silvia Dos Santos. And this is to celebrate The Godfather. I talked about miscellaneous stuff, the Oscars moments, Will Smith, Jessica Chastain, you know, Chris Rock moments. But at the end of the day, this is to celebrate one of the best movies ever made in Hollywood. The Godfather, ladies and gentlemen. Let's be frank here. I never wanted my friendship. 
afraid to be with my dad. I, I didn't want to get into trouble. I understand. You found a paradise in America. You made a good living. You just protected you in the courts of law. You didn't need a family. But uh, now you come to me to say, I'm calling you and give me justice. So I'll ask you to say You don't offer friendship. You don't even think to call me Godfather. She said you're coming to my house and my daughters to be married and you ask me to murder my mother. Just ask you for justice. justice. That is not justice, your daughter is still alive. And that is a suffering. She suffers. How much shall I pay you? Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service. But uh, until that day, accept this justice as the gift of my daughter's wedding day. Yes, yes, my this for you. I worked my whole life. I don't apologize to take care of my family. And I refuse to be a fool. Dancing on the string held by all those big shots. I don't apologize. That's my life.
smoke free. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. Never take sides with anyone against the family again. You can act like a man. What's the matter with you? Is this how you turned out a Hollywood Pinocchio that uh, cries like a woman? <laughs> what can I do? What can I do? What is that noise? Who is it? You come into my house on the day my daughter's to be married, and you didn't ask me for the murder, the money. I ask you for justice. That is not justice. Your daughter is still alive. Let him suffer then. She suffers. How much shall I pay? 